You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and today I am going to be walking you through my holiday gardening gift guide. So that could be a couple different things. That could be gift ideas for you to get your fellow gardening lovers, or, and it's okay, this is not selfish at all, because we all need things as gardeners, or this could be gift ideas for you to tell family and friends who need ideas for you because they have no idea what to get you. That's totally okay too, right? Even Santa asks for us to give him lists. It's all right if you want things or need things for your garden. So it's going to be a mix of a few fun things and a few very, very practical things because I'm a very practical person. I'm not a tchotchke um, type person. I like the things that I have around me to have a use. I don't really um, collect things except for, you know, plants and seeds. But beyond that, I like for gifts to be to be practical. Um, even the ones that are fun are kind of practical. So That is what is in store for today. But first, a word from our sponsor. So whether you are ready for it or not, whether you want them to come or not, the holidays are coming. Halloween is over um, and we are starting to kind of get into a holiday mindset, you know, with with American Thanksgiving coming up and then Christmas and Hanukkah. Obviously, if you if you celebrate um, other holiday traditions, that is fantastic. But a lot of holiday traditions, you know, no matter what religion you are um, or what part of the world you're from, sort of center around gift giving. So I feel like this is the perfect time of year to put out a bunch of holiday gardening gift ideas, like I said, for loved ones or, you know, wink, wink for yourself. Now, all of these ideas are based in things that I've experienced as a, I would call myself a pretty serious gardener, right? But these are things I find myself needing or have found myself needing and have purchased and have really loved and find are are good investments. And some of them are even really great gardening-related gift ideas for kids. So with that, we'll go ahead and jump in. This first sort of category is going to be gardening tools. And I'm going to start off with one that is so not sexy, you guys. It is if you if you told somebody this is what you wanted, they would probably be like, seriously? But trust me on this. You need, or somebody you know that is a gardener needs, an unbreakable trowel. Guess how many trowels I broke just this past year in 2020. Like, it'll be fun. Seriously, take a second and guess. I broke three gardening trowels. Because cheap trowels break like cheap trowels otherwise known as a gardening spade. So honestly, just like do a little bit of research, 
and, you know, spend a few more dollars on a good trowel that won't break. I have one, the one that I really, really love. It's made by Fiskars, which I think you know by now. I stand Fiskars pretty hardcore. I'm a huge fan of their stuff. The This one that I love has, it's unbreakable. It has depth hash marks on the blade for digging transplanting holes. And it also has a lifetime warranty. So if you somehow, I don't know how, Maybe you hulk out or something like that, or you run it over with your car. If you manage to break it, they'll replace it for you. So it's a good one. And it's really not that expensive, guys. It's like $15. But, you know, cheap trowels are $5 or, you know, $8. So spend a few dollars more, get yourself or get somebody you know that needs one, a really good quality unbreakable trowel. The next gardening tool or gear, I guess, on my list would be what's called a tree gator. Several of you have reached out to me this past year with fruit tree um, advice needs. So I know a lot of people are buying fruit trees and planting fruit trees or shrubs. And if you have a new fruit tree or shrub in your future or somebody you know has a fruit tree or shrub in your future, do them slash yourself a favor and put what's called a tree gator on your list. Essentially what it is is a bag, an inflatable but not with air, with water bag that goes around the base of your tree and it slowly leaks water out to the roots out of this bag. They have them in different sizes, but it's like you can fit dozens of gallons of water in there. Why is this important? Well, I will say it's really shockingly easy to forget to water a tree and especially young trees really honestly need more watering before their roots can grow really deep down into the earth where water is a little bit more abundant. Um, So it's easy to forget to water young trees. And then also, if you're anything like me, or, you know, this person that you're buying for is anything like me, the tree won't be planted anywhere near a hose. And you will not have thought of that until it's time to water the tree. And walking back and forth several times with your watering can gets really old really fast. So I have a link. I have a link to all these products, by the way, in the sister post for this episode, which you can find a link to in the show notes, just like always. So if I mention a certain product and you're wondering what website, which one, you can find all of these things linked in the sister post. Next up would be seeds and seed related gifts. I, speaking of standing things, of being a huge fan of things, I am such, such a huge fan of Johnny's Select Seeds, and I will tell you why. Every type of seed I have purchased from them, whether it was an heirloom seed or a hybrid seed, has performed so incredibly well, has germinated really well, has grown really well, just just been really, really happy with them. They have excellent customer service. They even, because my seed shipment was late in spring 2020 because of COVID, they even sent me a a rebate code that's good all through the end of this year. So, and I always do my seed shopping anyway, like in December, I, I get bored and go through seeds and I've already made my mind up by then. So that's perfect. 
But I I cannot recommend them enough, and that is why I would say get your gardening-loving friend or family member a gift certificate from Johnny's Seeds or ask for one from your friend or family member who's looking to buy for you. We all spend way too much money on seeds, so a gift certificate to, you know, a reputable seed seller, which Johnny's definitely is. They have a non-GMO pledge if that's important to you. Is, is going to be a really great gift idea. Next up would be a wildflower seed mix. If you know a gardener who loves bees and butterflies and is really, really passionate about helping out the local pollinator population, it's really, really great to get a wildflower seed mix because it's going to be full of things that are native to your area or say maybe you know somebody who is really into permaculture growing only things that would have naturally grown in that area and kind of restoring the area they live in to closer to what it would have been like before humans would have intervened. A a wildflower seed mix is going to be a great gift. There are different wildflower seed mixes for different areas of the U.S. I'm sure that there are different wildflower seed mixes for different places in Europe and Australia as well. Um, I I would definitely encourage you to do a little bit of research on that. The link that I have is a link to a page on Johnny Select Seeds website for various different kinds of wildflower seed mixes for areas in the U.S. I will I will tell you that. So if you don't live in the U.S., you might have to do a little bit more research, but I can assure you there's almost certainly something out there for, you know, whatever geographic region you live in. Next up, and this is the last thing in the seed or seed gear category, would be a new seed organizer. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, maybe you saw my post of my new seed organizer that I bought myself for my birthday. It's incredible. What it is is actually a photo organizer. It's like this big sort of plastic, almost kind of like briefcase looking thing, but then you open it up and it's got a bunch of smaller plastic little boxes. Um, And it's meant for keeping photos in, but it is amazing for organizing seed packets. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at different craft stores. I got mine way, way on sale at Joann's Crafts. Um, I got it for, I want to say, like $17 when they're normally like $45. In fact, I think the one that I linked to on Amazon is like $45, which is not insane for a gift, but if you're looking to buy it for yourself, definitely keep an eye out for your craft stores and the sales that they have because that is something organizers, storage boxes, or something that craft stores very often have on sale. So that combined with some labels from a label maker gives you a super fancy, really slick, really well-organized seed organizer that is way, way better than the overfilled recipe tin that I was using for way too long and trying to shove seed packets in there, and it was just getting way too messy, and I couldn't deal with it anymore. And when I got myself this, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I should have done this years ago. So really, really great gift idea. Gardening gear. Um, I really only have one thing in this, and that is a really great pair of overalls. After about the millionth time a gardener stands up and kind of hikes their pants or shorts up in the garden, 
they're just like, you know what would be great? Something that keeps my pants up. And the answer is overalls. Now, I had a pair of Dickies denim overalls that were really great for fall or winter, but they're really, really thick denim. And in summer, like, I cannot stand them. I don't want anything to do with them. And then I got these Patagonia overalls that are made from hemp. And they're a really nice medium weight that can be worn year-round. So I love that they're from a natural fiber. And then I, I, I just love Patagonia in general. They do a lot of really great things for the envi- environment. I mean, no company is environmentally perfect, and they will admit that to you. That's something that I love about that is they're very transparent. But they also do a lot of to really help the environment. I will say, though, that the reviews for these overalls, I I took a look at the reviews just to make sure, you know, I'm not, like, the only one who loves these things. A lot of people love these things. But I will say that the reviews indicate that if you're on the shorter side or you'll have a large chest, you might have issues with fit. And I will say, sorry, guys, they don't seem to have these particular overalls in men's sizes. So if you're a man listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, they won't have these overalls for you and you won't be able to buy them for a male friend or family member. But if you're a lady or you have a lady friend that you feel like would love these overalls, I would definitely recommend them. Next up, I have gifts for beneficial bug fun. Again, if you follow me on Instagram, you know darn well that I got really, 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 really into butterflies this past summer. So I would 100% recommend a butterfly enclosure. It's really only a matter of time before a new gardener gets into bees and birds and, of course, butterflies. You just start to be so very interested in the natural world around you because it's just so incredibly fascinating and satisfying to watch. And Mr. B bought me a butterfly enclosure for my birthday. It's the one that I have linked to in the sister post. And it worked really, really perfectly for keeping all my little cocoons safe, my caterpillars safe from predators, you know, and keeping my cocoons safe until they were ready to um, hatch. The butterflies are ready to hatch. It's really easy to see in there and kind of check out and see what they're doing. Um, It's really, really great for kids. I, you know, my grown-up friends that I showed videos or they saw videos that I had posted to social media of the caterpillars and chrysalids and butterflies, they showed those to their kids and their kids were just astounded. So if you have kids that kind of like to piddle with you in the garden and they're interested in the natural world, I would say that a butterfly enclosure is a really great gift option for gardening-minded kids as well as adults. Likewise, another gift idea that I would recommend, let's say you're into bees and butterflies. You think they're great. But let's say you're the type of gardener who goes a little bit even beyond that. And you're just like, I love all beneficial bugs. I love all the good bugs that don't, you know, eat my plants. A bug hotel. Yes, actually, that's a thing. It's a really cute gift idea for an organic gardener who just really wants to do their best to help support the beneficial bug population. They have tons of little nooks and crannies that are perfect for overwintering things like carpenter bees. If you're worried about bad bugs taking advantage of your good hospitality, you know, if you have a bug hotel, just make sure you place it 
kind of more like in an ornamental or flower bed, which is much more likely to attract the good guys. You know, squash bugs are going to overwinter in your vegetable garden beds, right? They're they're going to dig down in there under the dead leaves and stuff like that. So maybe don't put a bug hotel there. Put it put it somewhere else where bad bugs aren't likely to to hang out. And next and last on the beneficial bug gift ideas is to make them a bee or butterfly puddler. So bees and butterflies need water. I don't know if you have a bird bath or maybe like let's say you have accidentally left your cup that you use for mm, as not nice as it is drowning caterpillars outside. Maybe you've left that cup outside figuring it would be like more convenient. But then the next day you come outside and there's like a dead bee or two in it, which is really sad. I've done that before. And now I know not to do that because bees need water. They're attracted to it um, and they try to drink out of it and they can't get out and they drown. So a bee or butterfly puddler is a very, very shallow little dish. You can make it yourself out of concrete. It can be like a little DIY thing. Just Google DIY bee puddler or butterfly butterfly puddler. Oh, I'm having a hard time getting that out today, guys. And you'll see you can put a whole lot of sort of personal touches on it. You can put your own handprint or kids' handprints in it. You could put like a meaningful quote in it or stones or something like that, like glass stones. There's all sorts of things you can do. And because it's so shallow, you know, the bees and the butterflies will be able to get their water needs without the worry of drowning in it. So it's just kind of a nice little fun DIY gift idea. Kitchen tools. So many gift ideas that I have for kitchen tools, especially surrounding canning stuff. If you have listened to me talk about canning and you're like, ooh, I think I might want to get into that. This is the perfect time of year to tell your friends and family, you know, gift ideas surrounding that because most canning, you know, supplies aren't really that expensive, but if you're buying a lot of stuff all at once, that can kind of start to add up. So asking for canning supplies is always a really great idea. You can never have enough canning jars when you're a gardener. Like you just can't. I use them for everything. Obviously I use them for canning, but I store all kinds of things. I store crushed eggshells and bone meal for fertilizing. I use them to store harvested seeds. This goes for spice jars too. You can never have enough spice jars. And I have linked to the ones that I really, really love. And I have bought multiple um, packages of. If you're buying for someone who just started canning or if you just started canning, a good book full of safe tested canning recipes is going to be a really good idea. Like I said in my intro to canning podcast episode, you always, always, always want to use a safe tested canning recipe so that, you know, you're not setting yourself up for risk of bacteria and things like botulism in your food. And then finally, if you have been canning and you've just kind of been making do with what you have on hand or you have a loved one that's been making do with what they have on hand, but they would really love to upgrade, get them a nice canning pot slash canning kit, you know, with the grabber and funnel and just like all the different different things that you need that maybe you've just been kind of like making do with like a set of tongs and an old stock pot, right? I I honestly, I will say now that I, I have those things and I'm not just making do with what I had, it makes it that much more convenient. And I love it. Next up would be 
wine glass markers. And you're going to be like, Shauna, what the heck? Why is this a gardening-related, you know, gift? These things are such a great little add-on gift. If you buy, like, a a set of canning jars or spice jars as a gardening-related gift. I found these markers because my mother-in-law had them at her house for, you know, doing what they're sold for, which is writing on wine glasses. Like, if you're at a a party and, you know, you have everybody's carrying around a wine glass and you write your name on the foot of the wine glass so that people don't accidentally pick up each other's wine glasses. Not as much, sadly, as a concern this year um, as people are avoiding large gatherings and, and likely will be avoiding large holiday gatherings. But I have found so many uses for these wine glass markers. Originally, you know, I bought them for that purpose, but I am using these wine glass markers to write on my canning jars, to write on my spice jars. And you guys, this marker comes off of glass so easily. I would never, ever, ever write on my wine glass with these markers if I if I hadn't seen at my mother-in-law's that they come off so easily. In fact, before I bought these, I bought a set of chalk, like glass chalk markers that ended up being a huge pain in the butt to wash off. And I really wish I had found these wine glass markers um, before I found those glass chalk markers. That's that's how much I love these. They're made by wine enthusiasts, so naturally they are designed to really come off of wine glasses easily. But I use them all the time, all the time on different things things in my kitchen and it's really really helpful last in my kitchen gadgets and gear list is going to be a little bit of a bigger item both of these is a food dehydrator and or a vacuum sealer so if you have a fairly large garden or if someone you know has a fairly large garden chances are like you're probably bringing in more produce than you can eat at a time and you don't want it to go bad, right? You don't want it to go to waste. So you need to have different ways of dealing with it. Obviously, you know, you can dehydrate things in your oven and you can freeze things without a vacuum sealer. But a food dehydrator is just going to be a little bit more energy efficient, especially depending on like what setting you have it on than leaving your oven on for hours. A vacuum sealer is going to help you sort of make sure that your food that you do freeze doesn't get frostburn. And trust me, it really, really, really makes a difference in terms of like not letting it get that freezer burned flavor. I really appreciate having both a food dehydrator and a vacuum sealer. Now, there are fancier dehydrators and vacuum sealers than the ones that I have linked in my sister post, but I am the type of person who really tries to find the best blend between performance and affordability, and I've been really happy with the ones that I have. They're not the fanciest, but they're workhorses and they work really well. If you want to go above and beyond for yourself or for a loved one, go for it. I linked to, also in the sister post, the food dehydrator and the vacuum sealer that were recommended by the New York Times wire cutter, which is where I do a lot of my appliance research for our home. They do so much testing on their appliances, and I can't recommend it enough as far as a resource for doing your own research and trying to figure out what small appliances and large appliances to get for your home. Last but not least, the books and learning section of this gift guide. 
I recently made a read page on my blog, Bee and Basil, and I put a whole bunch of books that I have bought or checked out from the library multiple times because I just keep coming back to them because they just have such great information in them. So I encourage you to check that out. Like I said, it's only been up there for a couple weeks now, and I really haven't had the chance to talk about it. I read books about gardening and soil health and individual vegetables and their varieties and cooking constantly. So I feel like If you're the type of person who loves to read or you know somebody who loves to read, a good gardening book or vegetable cookbook is a really great idea for gardeners. So definitely check out that read page and any of those books. All of those books, you know, are linked to Amazon where you can purchase them. And last but not least, I am so, so, so excited about this, you guys. I have put together an online course on the subject of seed starting. So yes, I am ending this holiday gift guide with a little bit of a shameless self-promotion, but I have launched this new online seed starting course on Udemy, um, which is spelled U, the letter U, D-E-M-Y, Udemy, like Academy, but Udemy. There are so many things in this course that are so, so helpful for new gardeners um, who are interested in starting their own seedlings at home from seed. It can feel like such a big, scary jump. There's so much to know, and I cover it all in this course. These are things that I learned by trial and error over years, backed up by research and best practices from horticulturalists. Uh, It's available now on Udemy. Unfortunately, Udemy doesn't seem to offer gift certificates. It's kind of a bummer. I really wish they did. I I feel like that's kind of a no-brainer and they're kind of missing out. They, they should offer gift certificates. But if you go to the sister post for this episode, which is linked in the show notes, scroll to the very bottom and you'll find a link to the course on Udemy where you can enroll. You could always enroll and then like send the login information to your friend if they're if you're buying it for them. If they're buying it for you, they could do the same for you. Or you could just treat yourself. I won't tell anybody. You could just treat yourself. I will say Udemy has sales all the time on their courses. So I would definitely just take time and check it out and kind of see when different sales occur. I have made my course um, available as to ones that they can put under their their promotional sales. So sometimes you may be able to find it cheaper um, than $19.99, which is the is what I've priced it at. Included in this video-based course are a whole bunch of really, really helpful printouts and guides that you'll have access to when you take the online course. So it's not just a video. You're also kind of like you're going to leave the course, which a bunch of things that you can kind of like print off and take with you and use after you have um, viewed the course. And once you buy a course, you have access to it forever. You can go back and rewatch it as many times as you want. So this is the perfect time of year to let you know about it which is why I'm letting you know about it, so that you can kind of think about whether or not you want to try starting, you know, your own seedlings from home, from seed, if you have started from seed before. And it's always gone kind of like, meh, and you don't know why, and you'd really like some success tips and pointers, then this might be a really good chance for you to 
sort of get all my fun little tips and tricks that I have for seed starting. So like I said, I'm really excited about that. I felt really like nervous about it because those of you who follow me on Instagram know that I, I don't take a lot of selfies. I don't put my face out there a lot. And while I can be comfortable being in front of camera. I would rather be behind the camera taking the pictures and um, writing all the information. So it's a little scary for me to put it out there, but I hope you guys like it and I hope you enjoy it. And if you do take it and you have questions, you can certainly, certainly ask me um, both in Udemy and then also via Instagram. So that is it. That is my holiday gift guide. Like I said, a lot of really practical things. But as gardeners, you know, a lot of what we need is is very practical. Things that help us dig and lift and carry and things that help us store food and label it and learn more, you know. So that is what this list has been based in. And I hope that it is helpful as you start to think through gift ideas for someone you love or for yourself because you should love yourself too. So in the next episode, I am going to be talking about seed saving secrets. So by this time of year, you have probably saved the seeds that you're going to save. So some of these won't come in handy until next year, but they might actually come in handy, you know, if you have saved seeds and you hear my do's and don'ts and you may realize that you have done a don't, then you can go fix it, right? So might still be of use, hopefully so anyway. So I'm going to be talking about the secrets to saving seeds successfully. Well, that's a tongue twister. Say that five times fast. Secrets to saving seeds successfully. <laughs> anyway, sorry. In the next episode, until then, I hope that you are able to have some spooky fun over Halloween. I hope you don't feel dread as the holiday season approaches. I know for some people it's harder than others. And if the holiday season is hard for you or it's feeling hard for you because of the pandemic, um, my heart is really with you. Um, And I hope that you're able to find some time to feel restored and feel warm and loved And just know that a lot of us are feeling the same way and you're not alone. So thank you so very much, you guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.